New England Patriots, is it finally time to blow up this fucking team, get rid of Bill Belichick, maybe as both the GM and head coach? If he doesn't want the head coach or the GM role or the head coach role, get a new GM. Is it time just to blow it up? Like he has not yeah, done anything. Robert, Robert Kraft has to have a serious conversation with Belichick, sit him down and say, hey, because Belichick has not proved that he can be an efficient GM right now. He needs to sit down and say, look, you either step down from GM and just focus on coaching or retire. All about the balls podcast. With Mark Davis, Chris Kamihart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz. Hello and welcome to All About the Balls Podcast. I'm Mark Davis in the sack house, ready to talk week five of the NFL season with Chris Kameinhart, Luke Rule, and Nick the Doc Skirkowitz. Chris, how are you doing as the New Orleans Saints finally had offense that showed up? Their defense was lights out, 34-0 shutout win in Foxborough. How are you doing? Yeah, Mark, it's great to always shut out a team in the NFL, especially with how high caliber this talent is on the on the field. So Happy win. Not Luke. easy to do against Mac Jones, too. Hey, he benched again. I was I was hoping for an earlier bench, yeah. but uh, I'll 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 take the third. Him, dude. It's time I almost, to roll I almost gave up the house for him after week one. It's time to roll Zappy, I think. Glad we did not. But Luke, the Baltimore Ravens, ugly loss, 17-10 on the road to Pittsburgh. You were up 10-3 most of the game. Your offense, we'll talk about them in a little bit, but the offense didn't look good. Especially receivers, Lamar had some questionable throws. How are you feeling? Yeah, it's a tough loss. I mean, Ravens beat themselves on this game. Honestly, we had, our receivers had six drops, so can't win if you're not catching passes. So not all on Lamar, a uh, lot on the receivers, but Lamar didn't also he also didn't win us the game at the end. So tough loss, team loss, but moving on. Still think those receivers are just polished shit. They're better than what you've had, a little polished, but not good enough, Doc. The Chicago Bears, huge win as they open up week five this this uh, calendar year in Landover, Maryland, 40-20 to 20 win over the Commanders. Justin Fields, DJ Moore, hell of a performance. How are you feeling? Oh, dude, real good. Nice to see Justin finally come out playing like quarterback. Um, we'll, we'll break it down more later in the show. But took the three-peat this week, the triple crown, if you will. Got the Bears to open up week five. And both fantasy leagues barely edged one out over Geary and redraft and absolutely shit it on Ali. Over 90-point win in Dynasty. Season high in the league. Love to see it. Yeah, it was a huge win, Doc, and huge win for the Atlanta Falcons. We won 21-19. Only guy that chose them in the sack house was myself. Desmond like you said, if the quarterback has a pocket and offensive lineman's willing to protect him, it's going to be a lot better. He had a lot more confidence. He had a game-winning drive. His first 300-plus yard game remains undefeated at home in the collegiate and professional level. I believe now he's 31-0 and between his University of Cincinnati days and now his Falcon days. So the key is start Heineke on the road, start Ritter at home, two QB system. We, we probably won the Super Bowl, but fuck Green Bay, too. Wanted to throw that out there. They cost me my pickums this week out of our 38-man league. I had a chance to win some good cash, but fuck Green Bay. Jordan Love is hot dog shit. But, boys, we mentioned the fuck AFC Baltimore more. Yeah, we're getting to that right now. The AFC North, big fucking swing of things. You know, Baltimore looked like they were going to roll, go to 4-1. and one. Luke, we'll start with the Ravens, man. Is this 
signs to come for the Ravens offense. I said that we want to see more from them, right, with Todd Mockin and Todd Muckin, I'm sorry, and then your polished shit receivers, you know, Zay Flowers, who I still think is good, but Nelson Aguilar's shit. Bateman looked like shit. I know Andrews had a drop, but I still blame <laughs> Kyle Lamar on that one too. It was a bad throw, but how are you feeling out of the Ravens camp? Yeah, I mean, I think there's kind of more of a, a fluke game with the, the amount of drops we had. Uh, yeah, the receiving core is not the best in the NFL, but it's uh, the best one Lamar's had in his career, and we still able to pull off games. It's also a divisional game on the road, so those games are always tough no matter what division you're in, especially playing Steelers Ravens. Uh, it, it's like the the big big check game on the uh, the schedule when when you play the Steelers. So, yeah, I mean, but not not a huge deal for us. Uh, two two and one on for divisional road games for the season. So the rest of the division comes to us for the rest of the season. So not not too bad for a start of the season. Yeah, it sucks to lose the Steelers, but. I think we'll this is the Pittsburgh Steelers, though, that we're going to start seeing. I mean, Kenny Pickett did outperform Lamar Jackson, which is not going to happen all the time. Probably never. But, I mean, about a couple times this year. But he did outperform him. I think that this is the Steelers' the offense. I was expecting this for Pickens this year. I think Pittsburgh looked good. Their defense looked solid against – I mean, yeah, drop passes, drop passes, but the defense still looked solid. Yeah. They were getting to Lamar. TJ Watt's a freak. Pickens, yeah, Michael, six – Michael Thomas is going to find his way to nine wins anyways. You, you already know. He's not going to have – How many drops season. was it? We had six. It's like five or six. It was a lot, yeah. yeah. Three, three of them were touchdowns. The well, the Andrews one, I no, still I, stand I, by. It, it's a drop, but it's also I, a high ass pass too. Like it, Lamar, that one in the back of the end zone. That one in the back of the end zone was an ugly drop. Which one? Uh, I don't. Andrews one or Aguilar? Uh, it had to be Aguilar. Aguilar. One who went up and just kind of swatted it down. I don't remember that. I can't I recall that one. That, yeah, I don't remember yeah. that one. No. I the only was, I know in the end zone that he – I think it was made, the fourth the one quarter. The back of the end zone was the interception that Joey Porter Jr. had. I remember – but that yeah. was, no, that was in the corner. Like, no, he, that uh, was in the corner ba- when he went ba- up and it went Lamar under three. Oh, ba- yeah, Bateman. Bateman had one. That, that oh, was Bateman, ball, that's, ball. that's what it was. Bateman, it was Bateman in the back of the end zone. He went up for that it and just kind of like went straight down with it. Yeah, that ball wasn't smart. Yeah, that was an ugly one. That was an ugly one. But, I mean, honestly, it's not even – it's not even – that it's tough to lose to the Steelers. I mean, they just – I don't want to say they got outplayed. I don't think I don't think Pittsburgh played all that well because, like you said, you kind of shot yourselves in the foot with the drop passes. But uh, the Ravens – I mean, you nailed The Ravens did it to themselves. Um, inside the – maybe inside the five, at least inside the ten, I think, when Lamar tried to go to the corner and got picked off way under through that ball um, into the end yeah. zone. I mean, that wasn't even close with, with OBJ going up. You got to go up top. Yeah, it's probably Lamar trying to force something to happen at the end of the game. No, and I get that, but if you're gonna yeah. like with OBJ, if you're gonna force something, you gotta force deep. Like you gotta you gotta be willing to miss deep, not not short. You can't you can't yeah. miss short. That that advantage goes way too much to the cornerback. If you miss high, you know at least there's no da- no true damage done other than you know yeah. you can come away with a field goal at the worst. But yeah, that that was Lamar's bad throw of the game. But other than that, Lamar played a pretty good game. Besides the uh, that one bad interception. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm not uh, blaming. Uh, a 49.7 QBR is a pretty good game. Not going to argue that f- with you, Luke. Um, I think paying fucking Odell a contract up to $18 million and then only targeting him four times, and then you're targeting your rookie out there that doesn't even look – I mean, you had a wasted timeout because he goes out and doesn't even know the play 11 times. Like, you're going to have to start feeding the guys that know how to catch a ball. Didn't OBJ leave for an injury for a little while? No, yeah, equipment, issue. equipment issue. Equipment yeah, issue. Oh, equipment issue. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. I saw Odell was never injured. Odell was never injured. You remember? Look at his tweet. Oh, he's not injured. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. He'll miss games, but it's not because of injury. No, I think, like I said, I think the drop passes played a huge role in that, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you Lamar Jackson played a good game. I don't think Lamar, he missed a lot of open receivers, um, especially towards the end on that last drive right before his game-ending fumble, um, where he fumbled, quite literally fumbled the game away. Um, He had a man open in the flat and just, I mean, came up like five yards short, wide open. And I get it, it's in the flat, but that there's still room to run. You can still, anybody can make a play happen. Um, We've seen it, you know, in in, uh, running back screens all the time, so... You know, you, you never know what's going to happen in that situation. But those are the kind of plays that you got to make. And when I'm, when I'm paying a quarterback $250 million to go out there and ball out and, and be the leader of this team, I mean, that's the kind of plays that I'm looking for him to complete. It's the the last the game-winning drive that Desmond Ritter can apparently do, but Lamar Jackson can't. That's that's where the real it's, issue is when you're talking about only, a leader. Only Ritter team. at home. Only a home Ritter can do No, that. I know. I, I just give that as – I mean, that's well, not even a good example to use because that's a – I mean, uh, Ritter, congratulations. Ritter not have done that one because that was a road game. That was yeah, a road that's game. Happening, if, that, if that's in the same boat next week, it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? He's not repeating <laughs> that performance. But it doesn't take away from the fact that Lamar Jackson needs to take charge, needs to be managing this game better, making the right decisions. And for a guy that can scramble as well as he does, he just didn't seem comfortable getting out of the pocket and moving around. Um, right. TJ, I mean, TJ I, 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 dude back there too. Well, T.J. Watt's coming from one side. You know what I mean? Uh, look yeah. at Justin Fields. Justin Fields know where the pressure's coming right. at, and he's like, first, first move is, is moving to the other side of the pocket and scrambling. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, that's team. what he's got to do to create space and then and then get you know space to to make a play and get the ball down the field. But regardless, no. it, it doesn't change the fact well, that there's a veteran quarterback that's supposed to be a leader and didn't step up. Just your defense weak. also gave your defense also gave up 11 points in the fourth quarter. I mean, your team got outscored. 14 0 yeah. in the, uh, yeah, 14 0 in the the fourth. So, I mean, you got to do a little better than that, too. Your offense is I'm picking so, up. Wait, who gave up 11 points in the fourth? The Ravens' defense gave 11 points in the fourth. But you said they got outscored 14 0 in the fourth? 14, there's a safety and uh, something else that happened. Yeah, that's why the score oh, was. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was no, not a normal no, way to I'm sorry. Score. They gave up nine. It was, it was nine. I'm sorry. They outscored 9 0 in the, the fourth quarter. On the defensive end, okay. the, the safety was. I was going to say that was very offense, confusing but. for a minute. Yeah, we we had some interesting coaching calls too. Harbaugh decided to go for it on what a fourth and two instead of just kicking the easy field goal. So and, yeah, I'm still, that that definitely there was some yeah, there was some, some pretty tough coaching in that one. And so, I'm still I mean, on that wagon that that John Harbaugh should be po- not saying he's get fired, but I've been saying it for a while. And I mean, it's like Shannon Sharp says, yeah. it's a what have you done for me now lately league, not something that you keep your high your hat on that. You know, 2012, I won you guys a fucking Super Bowl, so I should be, I should be here still. No, it's you have to update that resume, man. And like, he has made questionable calls, not just this year. In the last few years, yeah. he's made some questionable calls that has cost him games, cost himself to win and big moments. He likes, be, he likes to be a little more aggressive at most times, and it hasn't recently hasn't played off like it, like it used to being an aggressive head coach. But but the big well, I know I've said a lot of very unchristian things about lamar jackson yesterday oh, but uh i have i have settled down since then um, I, I know there's a lot of yeah i know there's a lot of cause for alarm with the comments that were made in the group chat but uh i have since calmed down i've recovered a little bit um a lot of alcohol helped last night so uh but we're back we're back and we're ready to get shit on next week as well and that's the steelers and ravens too but the Bengals <laughs> made a big uh win yesterday lamar or sorry jamar chase and joe burrow Finally showed up together in the same game. Chris, is this the game that turns around the season? Big game at home. They've had to play the Seahawks upcoming, but 
is this the, the start for the Cincinnati Bengals to make a run for this division? Yeah, I mean, hopefully. I mean, the offense looked like it started to click a little bit. I mean, there were still some miscues on the offensive line and Joe Burrow. I mean, it still doesn't really look like Joe can move in the pocket. And I mean, he, 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 he had some good scrambles. He, he had, had a couple like, good couple scrambles. Runs. He had some 10 yard runs. Yeah, he but I mean, every time, every time he went to the sideline, it was his leg wrapped up in that pad. I mean, even himself came out and say he's still not 100%. Give him a couple more weeks. But I mean, hey. I mean, it's a good start. I mean, they're still they're still really behind in the in the division. So, but coming out, giving Jamar what he wanted. I mean, he's always open. So, he did say that after the yeah, game he, too. He, said, he, I told he, open. he was always open this game. He was like fifteen to seventeen, dude. He was unbelievable. Fifteen to nineteen, almost two hundred yards, the three touchdowns. Joe, all Joe Burrow's touchdowns. So, I mean, if you lock down, you got you might have a triple team. Fucking Jamar Chase and the Bengals offense is done. Jamar Chase is that offense. Joe Burrow just kind of throws it up in his way, and Jamar Chase does Jamar well, Chase things. You triple team T. Higgins, Higgins still out. Well, yeah, you triple team him with T. Higgins oh, on the they're, field. They're, I'm sorry, T. Higgins is gonna get some looks. Yeah, T. Higgins are third number three wide receiver. No, number he's their number two receiver. Number two, yeah. but yeah. Ish. No, Bengals are. Bengals I think Boyd's having a better spot. year. I think Boyd's having a better year than Higgins. Higgins has had a lot of drops this year. Yeah, Higgins. He's had a bad year. So. Boyd, Boyd is twenty. So Boyd is twenty three for one sixty six this year. I'll have to look up Tiggins because he didn't play yesterday. You guys can keep it going. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. They look, they look good. I mean, the defense still. Look, I think the off the off season moves was we can risk getting rid of some of the secondary because we have such a high power offense, and it blew up in their face this year in the beginning because their offense wasn't high power. So. I mean, we kind of see the effects of what what happens when the offense does start clicking and relieves a little bit of pressure from that defensive yeah. side. Yeah, this I is would, probably the most Cincinnati I've seen them look all season. And, um, but you know, team's kind of in a weird spot because Burroughs. It, it's tough because they, they're going against the one to four Cardinals. The Cardinals have played decent this year, but still, Josh, Josh Dobbs and the Cardinals. You can't, they, put, you can't put one and four on the Cardinals, though. Give, no, give, they are one to four. Yeah, yeah that's their record, but you have to give them some respect. I mean, they played San yeah, Fran saying, hard. Yeah, they played teams hard, but they played Dallas hard. They can't. They well, can't. They beat, they beat Dallas. <laughs> they did beat Dallas. Well, yeah, they played New York. They played Dallas, New York yeah. hard, but I mean, New York's but, New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had the Commanders and the Giants on the road too. So I mean, they were in the first the first three weeks. They were definitely in the game. They won the third game. They the 49ers, the 49ers, They played them tough for a little bit, and then the Forty Nineers said, they, "Fuck it." They were. In this game for a little bit, they just Josh Dobbs made some couple of bad throws. I think he threw two interceptions in this game. One it looks like a Josh Dobbs week. It's a Josh Dobbs we expected coming yeah, one into pick the season. Six. So I mean, it sucks because I, I had Jobs in my fantasy league this week, but still won. And that was his first interception in his career, college and NFL, right or no? No, he's yeah. I did guarantee he's throwing a college interception. There's no, no way. He, no, no, no. I think it, he was too. under. He was under ten. Because that was his that was his eighth and ninth pick in his career. Yeah, because I say I know at University of Tennessee he was throwing picks probably. So they weren't without those two picks, probably probably a little different game for the Bengals. So I wouldn't wouldn't be too high on them just for beating the Cardinals. First yeah, first pick first pick career wise in the NFL. Gotcha. Huh. I mean, interesting. He isn't he hasn't started has as he, much neither though. Too has he so. started anywhere else? Did he start with the Browns? No. Well, he no. was with the he was with the Browns and he was. 
to the Steelers. I do remember that. I don't know if he – I think he started maybe a game for the Steelers. I, I don't recall, though, but still hasn't had much opportunity to throw an interception. But yeah, the we'll, Bengals we'll see what do they do against – see what they do yeah, against Bengals. the Seahawks. And then the Bengals, Niners. Okay. Then the, Bengals are at home, right? Yeah, Seahawks? Yeah, they're at home. They're at home. That helps. You drive across country. And then I believe they're on a bye, and then they're on a bye week, and they have to go to San Francisco, play I think at Buffalo. So it's a tough schedule. Ahead. A tough maybe schedule. Just, yeah, it's maybe it's, maybe they get the win on Seattle. They have the bye week, some momentum going into the, the week, and then you never know what's going to happen. I mean, they have the talent there. Teagan's hopefully should be back too to take the pressure off uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon, who's they're trying to get going. But hey, don't sleep on the Browns neither. They're only two and two. That early bye week. Five. Bye week for them. Too early. They do play the 49ers. Early, early bye week. They do sucks. play the 49ers next week, coming off the bye. And Watson so should be back, goes. too. Watson should be back, too. Not They should be playing DTR anymore, hopefully, because that did not work out against the Ravens. And that, that's another thing I want to talk about, too. Like, the Ravens, I'm not saying, like, they're lucky, but they, they were very fortunate to play DTR. We don't know what have happened at Cleveland with Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun being there takes a lot of pressure off the defense keeps them off the field as much. They actually control the clock a little bit better. So that's where the having a, a you know starting quarterback helps a little bit is keeping the defense more fresh. So we don't know. We'll see what happens when they play at Baltimore, boys. But we mentioned the Niners. Is Big Cock Brock more than a game manager? Is he soon to be Mr. MVP? I mean, he's balling this year. No interceptions. Yeah, he might not be averaging 300-plus yards, but 250-plus, 260, and he's looking good. I think he's a little more than game manager. I think it's time to start putting some respect on this guy's name. I get it. It's a happy system there for QBs, but if it was such a good uh, system, Trey Lance would have worked out and Jimmy G would have worked out a lot better too. So I think it's start time, boys, to start showing him some more respect. He's, he's earning it. Yeah, no. I, I, yeah, no. I was waiting for someone else to talk. Go ahead, These Doc. Guys are muted. I'd, uh, I'd unmute there. Um. No, Brock's definitely looking good. I don't know if he's quite at that game management. I mean, I don't know what they're allowing him to call for audibles and, and call him plays in the huddle. Um, I mean, he's still young. You know, he's only he's only in the second season, right? So, I mean, he's still he's still not growing. even second he's season, developed. like ten. Games. I mean, it looks like it looks like they don't need to well, call. Well, second. Audibles. I mean, Patrick hey, Mahomes' his first start was in his second season. Hey, he hasn't well, he even played a full season yet. Yeah, he's ten and zero. I know, but they still count your first year in the league as a season. I mean, you're still learning and and everything else, but. No, the development's definitely there, and I mean, good for him. He's got weapons, you know what I'm saying? So it, it helps make it a little bit easier to grow into that role. Um, I'd love to see it keep going. I mean, this is a this is a dangerous team. <clears throat> you know, one of the other teams that we talked about being one of the you know one of the better teams in the league. If if Dak Prescott get his head out of his ass was the Dallas Cowboys, and they got absolutely shut down. Um, ab- you know, proof that proof that, that we've but... seen from Dallas that if the defense doesn't ball out, Dallas is a shit team. Dallas is an absolute shit team. We saw it yesterday. We saw it against the Cardinals. Um, you know, struggles going on there. But, I mean, between Brock Purdy, CMC, you can, you know, the, the Swiss knife, Swiss Army knife and Debo Samuel. George Kittle had a great game, three for 67. Ayuk, uh, four for 58. I mean, this this team is unbelievable. And good to see Juszczyk get another touchdown. Love to and, see that. And by that. the way, boy, I miss Juszczyk on the Ravens. Purdy's averaging 274.8 yards a game, too. So it's That's not impressive. like a bad – it's a good number. Yeah, he's he's got 13 – I'm sorry, that was la- I'm sorry, that was last year. My bad. I'm sorry. 
And that's way better than fucking Jimmy G ever did on that Two, team. Two fifty four point two. I'm sorry, but he's got nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, leads the league in quarterback uh, rating QBR. So still, he, he's better he's than balling. Jimmy G. Yeah, I mean so his, QBR, his QBR right now is one twenty one point one. If you want to get technical, well, and his first that's the ten, rating. Yeah, his QBR eighty eighty three point seven. It depends on which rating. Sorry, rating and yeah. QBR are different. His yeah, passer, his, his, his passer rating is one twenty one. Which is the highest in NFL history for ten games. That and that's impressive. Yeah, that is very, very impressive. impressive. You're typically around like the ninety-five for for good quarterbacks, maybe like one on one. And I know you were talking about talk about how like you don't know how open the playbook is for him. I mean, I think we can see a big difference from his five games last year to this game is he's not doing the checkdowns. Like he's airing the ball out to Debo and Ayuk. Like I think no, he, they yeah, have he full looks trust way more comfortable. And, and can yeah, they. Let's chill. Let's chill. But, but he he's, had, he's actually big games. Well, Kittle's having a down year. Kittle's having a he's down a, year. Oh, he's having a down year to his standards. But yeah, he's had two yeah. good games this, this year. No, but you're, you're right. I, he, he definitely is is looking way better in the pocket. He's letting the play develop. Um, and, and you're right. That does attest to, you know, what kind of control they're having. Because um, that's one of those, hey, as soon as it starts to break, dump it off. Just get rid of it because we don't want the sack. We don't want to throw it away. We just need positive yards. Um, so seeing him get that opportunity, you know, to stay in the pocket and let the play develop and get the ball downfield is is great. And you got a couple of guys with good speed, a couple of guys that will go up and fight for the ball and come down with it, um, unlike OBJ in the corner of the end zone. Um, you know, so, yeah, looking looking for a lot more great things from uh, from Brock Purdy going forward. Yeah, who needs I mean, audibles? Who needs to call audibles when you're working? The offense is working with the plays you're calling the first time. There's no point in calling audible if you're just gonna fucking get ten, fifteen. Yeah, you don't need to call audibles if you're if you're playing offense like the San Francisco 49ers and not the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't see why. Like, and I, I do think that right now they're saying is one win and they go crazy. Two good <laughs> offensive <laughs> games, goddamn it! Two good yeah. offensive games. Yeah. Okay. And one win. But I do and think one win go crazy. We got a lot of they question be- marks on defense. I do think, though, the MVP is between Purdy and Tyreek Hill. I think CMC's – just because last game he took a step back, but Tyreek Hill's balling, and I think Purdy's put himself right there in the MVP spot. I think he is the quarterback. He's leading the quarterbacks, in my opinion. I think we are far too early to talk about MVPs. I think awards is a, like, week nine conversation. Yeah, they, they the at least make it to the end of the season, week too. Week nine or ten. Like, yeah, yeah, we injuries, are. Injuries. We are. Yeah, we've seen we've seen all too often guys come out and dominate in the first three, four, five weeks and then fall off right, well, completely. I'll take it back. You know, I'll take it back. I'll say this: he's playing the best quarterback out of all the performances. He's the best QB right I know, now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing your argument. I'm not saying no, yeah, that he's no, not I'll, in I'll that conversation. I'm just saying back. that we gotta we gotta see some chill, consistency yeah, here, and we gotta go to the but, to midseason at least. Yeah. Well, he's I mean, been he's, he's, he's playing like it. Yeah, I agree with you. He's playing like it. We just. We got to get the midseason before we, you know. Before we he also does have. That. He has the best supporting cast with him too in the NFL, so that does but, help him. So we didn't take that they, away but, from guys. Well, we didn't take that away from Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning and Patrick Mahomes when they're winning their MVPs and balling out. Neither. So, I mean, usually great quarterbacks have great talent around them. That's just the way that it works, typically. In my opinion, my opinion, and, and this is how it should be. And this is where it gets lost a lot. A lot of leagues treat the MVP differently, but the MVP. You know, in some leagues, it's just the best overall performer in the league. And some, it's, uh, you know, who did the best for their team and got their team into the best position possible. Yeah. And that, that's what matters to me, right? Because if you're taking the fucking 0-17 Panthers, and I, I don't give a shit how good of a year 
Bryce Young has or any receiver, running back, whatever. I, if you go 0-17, you don't have an MVP on that goddamn team. You don't. You don't. Well, and yeah, that was, gets, is, is what, what, what backpack, what shoulders the team and gets them to the playoffs. Yeah, that was the J.J. Watt effect the year that <clears> came down to him and Aaron Rodgers. J.J. Watt didn't get to the playoffs. There were a couple games out. Aaron Rodgers was like a, like a top seed in the NFC that year. I think J.J. had 20-plus sacks, but, of course, the QB gets the – the fucking nod, unfortunately. But. But, like, but when you talk about most valuable player, not not best performing player, most valuable, who had the most value to their team, right? If you well, if, if you got if it's down between a guy, case. no, I know, but I mean, if you're talking like Miami, you could make the argument for Tua and, and Tyreek Hill. Um, Minnesota, Tua is. I don't think it's as much of an argument. Be- Two is losing a step because of his turnovers. He's he's got a lot of questionable turnovers, which that's going to hurt. That's what him I'm saying. So that's why I can. That's why Tyreek Hill can step up there. Justin Jefferson had a big week. He can step up um, for Minnesota, or he had not a big when week he last week. Games right? now. Yeah. This week. he's about to miss a couple um, of games. So yeah, there. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot that goes into it, but it's really who shoulders a load for their team and gets them into the best the best position. You know, I, honestly, you shouldn't even be in the MVP conversation if your team ain't playoff bound. You shouldn't. So I mean, I, I have a couple things. I don't think you play. You can't throw away CMC right now just because of the bad game he had, and then add Tyreek Hill. I mean, look at Tyreek's Hill game last week against the Bills. <laughs> One, he had let's see, three receptions, fifty eight yards, zero touchdowns. One rush, fourteen yards, zero touchdowns. So God shut out that game. So I mean, you can't you can't pull CMC out for one bad game and throw Tyreek Hill in there. With Brock well, Purdy though showing showing consistency though, I mean Brock Purdy is set up right now to have a run. His hardest defenses right now he's going to face is Cleveland next week. And if he does anything that he did against the fucking Dallas defense, going to have another great game. And then maybe Philly, which Philly's defense is still questionable. Everybody else on his schedule right now, and then I mean, if Baltimore's defense decides to play Baltimore's defense, then so so you're saying my my prediction's right? They're gonna run the table. No, I they have a yeah, very they have a good shot. They have a good shot to have a trap game. Crossed my mind this weekend. It did. It did cross my mind, but I do think that teams lose. I'm still thinking that their first loss is going to be Thanksgiving night in Seattle, just because of the environment. Seattle's going to be feeding off the 12th man. It's a it's a yeah. night game Thursday. Yeah, that's the only reason why I'm expecting them to lose. But I just don't think – And it's always that one me. game you don't expect, like them losing to the Texans or something, you know? Their, their, one, their one loss is probably going to go to the Rams in Week 17 when everyone's sitting. No, I think yeah. if they have a chance, they're, they're playing for it. If they have a chance, no, they're and playing I, for and, it. And, and, and like Chris said, I mean, hey, they already have it locked up McCaffrey for having one bad game. And honestly, <clears throat> you know, McCaffrey's rushing numbers were down. But in reality, I mean, he, if, if the Cowboys' defense is good anywhere, it's on the run defense. They did a great job of stuffing him uh, early in the game when he was getting the touches. They went to Jordan Mason late. His averages were a lot higher because Jordan Mason was in against a deflated Cowboys defense that just had no morale left. I mean, they were just like, hey, let, let's just brawl so we can like get the game called and get disqualified. I don't know. Nobody wanted to be there. They just looked weak. Uh, what, what's his name on? Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Van Esch? Parsons? No, Van hey, Esch. Well, even even uh, he, he, left got, the game. Uh, he left the game. Even yeah. he took an injury so he could get out. Even he knew that he wanted out of that dumpster out, like, fire. 
He's out a few weeks, four to six weeks they're projecting right now. Yeah, yeah even he wanted out of that out. dumpster fire, yeah. so he how had many, to let somebody roll his ankle. How many neck injuries does that dude have at this point? Like <laughs> every year. That's been every a year he gets a fucking well, well, he every year he gets a neck injury, though. Yeah, yeah every year he ran he right. One. He, I know, but he ran right into like Parsons, and, like, and it was a bad angle, too, he took. Yeah. So, but they, they, have, they have Mike Parsons all upset on fucking his live stream, too. Well, fuck oh, that. And in McCaffrey's bad game, he still got a score, so. Well, if you like on the game preview, I told y'all like Dallas has been all over Christian McCaffrey. He's only averaged sixty yards when he faces Dallas. So I mean, getting fifty-one yards—that's that's pretty much right there. Yeah, I mean, Cuddy. Let's talk. He should about... add two. He should add two, but he had that fumble. Oh, that shit! Mm. You just want to move on to the Cowboys? Don't talk or about you... that. Yeah, let's. That hit, was my let's that hit. was my hundred so, point win. So you mentioned. I know you guys are gonna hammer Dak, but. I understand Dak had what three interceptions, but this game was not just on Dak. I mean, the fucking team, the defense gave up forty-two points. No, so the like, whole fucking season is on Dak. Every year, the whole season is on no, Dak. The guy, you can't. I, I'm sorry, they gave up fucking forty-two points to have have a QB put up forty-three on the, one of the top defenses in the league. I'm sorry, I, I'm I'm not just I'm not saying Dak's not at fault, but oh, to wait, sit here it, and just it's Dak. It also does. All I heard. It doesn't help going fucking not getting your first first down until like the second quarter. You don't have a first down until the second quarter. Your defense will be fucking tired. So Dude, that Dak has had two years out. that I would call good years. Two good years in his NFL career. Yeah, just like Luke said. I mean, I said it last week with the Saints. I mean, if your offense is not getting those first <laughs> drives and those long drives, and you're going three and out every fucking play, your good defense is going to wear out. I mean, they're on the field constantly. And so, like like you said, Mark, like I'm not completely blaming Dak Prescott, but he showed this game that if the defense is not turning it over at the 30-yard line of the opponent's team, he's not scoring a touchdown. He's not driving down the field. They did not get into the red zone all fucking game. For 60 minutes, they did not enter the red zone once. Well, they're, they're also the one of the worst teams in the red zone this year, too, so it's probably a good well, thing they didn't well, get Well, good thing they didn't get in there, get in there yeah. then. Like, so... Dak Prescott did. Dak, Dak, I mean, Tony Prescott does. He got he got lucky Tony. on one deep ball. That was like a good catch by wide receiver. Yeah, lucky. Tony Paul didn't look. Tony Paul didn't look good neither. Like it was. I'm saying it was the whole offense in general. Yeah, just Pollard had a fumble. I mean, it's it's yeah. so hard though to gauge this offense right now because Fred Warner played fucking lights out. He He's played a phenomenal game. Yeah, like this defense took it personal. Like Micah Parsons wants to say. And they came out and they played fucking phenomenal. And I love that George Kittle uh, shirt he had. That too, pick by, by Warner was dope too. The fuck Dallas shirt though was the best thing of the night too. <laughs> Having yeah. he didn't even, he, forgot, he forgot he had it though. He said he said when he pulled it up he's like oh shit I forgot I had it had it on. He said it on the Pat show <laughs> no, today, so no he did that shit on purpose. Oh yeah he it was personal it was personal for Dallas. I mean and it, I think he, Mark, it, Mike, was it, it wasn't even his touchdown he did it on so he he knew he had that shit on. He did it on some Michael Parsons. Micah Parsons said they were only a few plays away from changing the game. And I thought, I think maybe he meant in the first quarter. I don't know if he meant the, the whole four quarters of the game because the game was over no, was, after the first quarter. He was on to something. It was, it was a few plays every drive because Dallas just couldn't extend the drive. A lot of three and out, a lot of unable to move. Like, like Luke said, I mean, the first, first, the first 
first down that they had, I think, was in the second quarter. I mean, they just they couldn't get the ball moving. They couldn't move the sticks. They couldn't get anything going. And to talk about, you know, Tony Pollard not having a good game, Tony Pollard didn't have a terrible game, and he averaged 3.6. The guy had eight carries for 29 yards. But when you fall That's down – terrible. That's not fumble. terrible, dude. That's Josh Jacobs is terrible this year, okay? Three, Josh Jacobs 3. is averaging 6. like two yards a carry. 3.6 is, is not, not good for running back. That's it's, not good for it's running not, back. No, I not didn't say it was good. I didn't say it was good. I said it's not terrible. But when you fall down that hard that early to an offense like the, the 49ers, you abandon the run game. But the problem is they got into the passing game and still they, they couldn't move the, the chains either way. It didn't matter which, what, what they did. Uh, Pollard didn't get enough touches hey. to really determine if he had a good game. He had eight carries. What are you going to determine on eight carries? The, the Cowboys are down 7-0, and Tony Pollard fumbled the ball on their side of the 50-yard the line and gave them short field for the 49ers to score right on the first play, or literally second play, I'm sorry. Actually, then the defense got it back for them, too. So Pollard gave up the ball when there's still a close game. That, that shit happens, though. Like, fumbles okay. happen. Yeah, like, but that, doesn't, that doesn't mean Pollard had a terrible game. He didn't fumble a, but, the rock three times. If if interceptions are bad for quarterbacks, fumbles are bad for running backs. I mean, you think I'm telling you that Pollard had an amazing fucking game and he's, he's going to be MVP. I he didn't say Pollard game. had a good game. I said, he didn't he play a terrible game. He didn't play terrible, 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 eight for 29 and the fumble. That's terrible. That's a terrible game for a top running back in the league. That's like saying Dak didn't play terrible. So he played terrible because the coach called for him eight times. Because run. he was not producing anything early on for them to show any potential as well. It doesn't just say, well, we're down fucking – if you're still down 14-0, you're still going to run the ball. Are you not? You're not just going to sit there and throw the ball every single play. I mean, you still have a chance uh, to So if he ball. came out looking like Cam Akers with fucking 30 carries and 35 yards, that's a great game because he had 30 carries? I didn't say that was a good game yeah. either. And I'm not saying he played a good game today. I'm just I, saying – The yard for carries is not 100% on him. The line's not helping him out. Like, oh, I mean, he didn't do yeah. anything in the passing department either. I mean, he, that's where he's electric as well, right? Yeah, I don't well, think Tony Pollard is Tony Pollard he, like we think he, he should he's, be neither. He's not throwing the ball. It, the, the whole Who didn't do anything in the passing like, game? Who didn't do anything in the Tony passing Pollard, game? Tony Pollard didn't produce anything for checkdowns either. If he's so electric and all like he's supposed to be. He was 4 for 5 for 35 yards. One Tony of those Pollard, was 26 yards. I think Tony Pollard is a little overrated. I think he's a number two running back when they weren't playing. I agree. I agree with that. So I agree I, with that. It's number one running you, back, eight for 29s is bad. That's that's horrible. And CMC's game is horrible if he doesn't have a touchdown. So, like, I, I'm sorry. Like, that's if you're the number one running back and they say the team goes through the running the, the game for the Dallas Cowboys, you need to set that tone as well. Because early in the game, when they, when they had the ball the first pl- uh, drive, they went three and out. Well, they have a couple runs, right? When did he so, – like, you know when he got his eight touches? Probably. All right, so here's the, did all those eight touches right? come early? First drive, he had the ball, you know, you know, didn't fuck. He kept them behind the sticks. Second and nine is what you forced them, the Cowboys to now do for two drives. So one one run on the first drive for one yard. The second run, second drive, he passed it short to Tony Pollard. Yeah, he got minus one. And then so now they're behind the sticks, so now they're going to have to throw it. Pollard didn't do anything for that. It, the fucking next drive, he fumbled the ball, didn't do anything for that the team. It's 7-0. And because they fumbled the ball, they didn't fucking have a chance. They didn't fucking trust them, so they threw the ball three times in a row. And then they had a touchdown that, that made it 14-7. They threw the ball three times so, in a row because they didn't trust them. Come on, dude. They didn't trust them. The dude, the dude was getting stuffed, and he's fucking fumbling the ball. Like, it's not on Dak. It's not all on Dak, what I'm saying. To sit here and say Dak sucks, you better say the whole team sucks. Because it wasn't just Dak Prescott. 
So to the first two drives, one one run, one uh, one pass. For yeah, the third drive, one run. Everybody, so everybody was through the first three drives. Yeah, but like the same rip Dak Prescott is is just it's ridiculous. I'm not saying Dak. Show great. me, show me something where Dak is a good quarterback. Show me anything. I, I didn't think, say he was I, good. He's had maybe two good years. Three interceptions does not help Dak's case on this. You have a right. Well, yeah. you have a right to like rip Dak, but I mean the whole team played shitty. I mean Parsons had what two pressures the entire game. Like Parsons, oh, 100%, didn't play no, I, I think the whole team play played like dog shit. I'm not. I'm not Arm saying said, this was solely Dak. Armstead locked him up. Well, he best tackle in the game right now. Yeah, right? but we, but when y'all are texting throughout the whole game saying Dak sucks, Dak sucks. You ain't saying Cowboys sucks. Does because he fucking does. Dak does. No, I, I, I not disagree. But when you don't sit here and saying, wow, Pollard sucks, he fumbled the ball. Wow, the defense sucks. They're giving up 42 <laughs> points. It's no, only it's same, Dak. It's the same thing you guys just did with Lamar. You just said, no, I don't know. Lamar. I, I, no, I blame it's the same the thing. Running. I blame, blame the, the quarterback. And, it's, it's I blame the, quarterback the receivers fault. and I blame the defense in the fourth it's, quarter. I just game, blame Lamar Jackson. Fault. Don't say you guys. Say Doc. Say Doc said that because I did not say one thing about the Ravens, only Lamar Jackson. Lamar is shit. Damn it. Shit! But, boys, let's move on. That New England Patriots, is it finally time to blow up this fucking team, get rid of Bill Belichick, maybe as both the GM and head coach? If he doesn't want the head coach or the GM role or the head coach role, get a new GM. Is it time just to blow it up? Like, he has not yeah, done anything. Robert, Robert Kraft has to have a serious conversation with Belichick, sit him down and say, hey, because Belichick has not proved that he can be an efficient GM right now. You need to sit down and say, look, you either step down from GM and just focus on coaching or retire. Get out of here. Because yeah, I, Belichick has proven that he can't do both. Yeah, I think it's not been, for you. It's been a very long time since I think they even had like a good, like solid team together too. Well, they were in the pl- they were in the playoffs in two thousand twenty one, well, yeah. which was Max rookie yeah. year. But like the 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 team that they've built has not been on paper very good either. Like it's been Tom Brady carrying the team because he's like fucking Tom Brady. Oh yeah, but like Brady covered I mean, up the t- offense for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, now that Brady's not there, and now all these fucking uh, mid-tier fucking wide receivers aren't cutting it. And like, well, they're hiring. Yeah, you got these and letting Josh up. These washed up wide receivers aren't going to get the job done for fucking uh, Mac and Jones throwing the ball. They heard I enjoyed Mac watching Ramondre on the sideline, looking like, "Why am I and, here?" I mean, if you had Tom Brady I'm back there with Zeke, that. I mean, it might be a different story. But now Zeke with fucking Mac Jones, not going so well. Well, Zeke's done anyways. But I think last year it started when, you know, Josh McDaniels took the Raiders coaching job. And then you bring in Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, a defensive specialist and a special team specialist to be Mac Jones' offensive coordinator to help develop this second-year quarterback. And then, like, you don't – I'm not saying Mac Jones is great. No, not at all, but you don't even give him a chance to to develop at all. You give up these these fucking horrible coordinators that are not meant to be offensive coordinators to help him out. It doesn't work. You're bringing in shit fucking talent. Juju's all right as a two. That's or what I said Ma- earlier. Patrick Mahomes is number one quarterback. That's so. what I said before the season. They they're they're handcuffing him. They're trying to run him out of town. They're trying to make him the fall guy for the entire operation instead of Bill. They're they're trying to make it. Mac Jones's fault, and it's not. He has he doesn't have the tools to work with. Yes, they brought in um, the fuck is his name? They Born. brought in Bill O'Brien. As, 
Bill O'Brien is off the school. No, the receiver. Um, LeBron, Juju, and Kendrick Bourne. Isn't Bill O'Brien yeah. like a defensive guy too? No, he's no, offensive coordinator. He was, he was, he was but a coordinator he with Brady. Last year, he sucked last year at Alabama. Like, you can't expect him to come in and be phenomenal with the talent that the Patriots have right now. And the talent he had the first time in New England was Tom Brady, and then he goes to coach Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. So, like, I mean, is it really you, or is it the, the talent that was there? The well, exactly. And, like, yeah, I'm going to compare it to fucking Sean Payton. Like, did is Tom Brady and Belichick the same thing as fucking Drew Brees and Sean Payton? Did these quarterbacks make these coaches? Oh, it, it could be some of the team. Like, I, I don't think a lot of the team likes Mac Jones. I think they're getting kind of tired of him, like, doing his, like, dirty antics, like, during games, too. So, I, I've seen some rumblings from, like, some of the some of the players saying, like, they, they don't like Mac Jones taking these, like, dirty shots, like, kicking dudes in the balls or fucking doing all the other shit he's doing. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, may, said, he may not be a good person. He said he's attitude problems. I mean, yeah. last year he was screaming at uh, Judge and Patricia, look, almost every game it seemed like they were ripping so, him. That's because, again, it goes back yeah, I mean, to the they were handcuffing him. The team could be running well, back, too. They don't like him. They're handcuffing him. He had a new offensive coordinator every year that he's been there, I'm pretty sure. Like like you yeah. said, Mark, like they they're not investing in him. Look at the talent around him. I mean, the best the best that they invested in him is Ramondre Stevenson. That's the and highest right now that they've invested in him. Juju ain't ain't had a good year since twenty twenty, and even that wasn't like a top tier year. It was a good year. It was a good year. Juju it wasn't was solid a, last year. But it was different because you were playing the number year. number two role behind Kelsey. So you had that chance to go back to number two position, essentially number one receiver, but number two target guy. And yeah. I think that Mac Jones, I think Mac Jones too. Like, I mean, he's his offensive line sucks too. Like, it's not the O line can't protect him. Like, he's getting hit every single fucking play. He can't do anything. He's not obviously not mobile like Lamar Jackson and Fields and you know Josh Allen guys like that. So you don't expect him to go out there and fucking scramble his ass off. But there is a, there isn't a whole lot of good about the Patriots right now. I mean, the one thing they had going for him even in the Mac Jones era was the defense, and even that has looked shaky yeah. at best this I, year. They, they I mean, no offense to the Saints. Yeah. Trust me, I'm happy the Saints finally came out and played. You know what the Saints could play um, offensively with with the wide receiver court they have. Kamara's back. Derek Carr, you know, Derek Carr is Derek Carr. You know, you don't know which one you're going to get every week. But um, it was nice to see him finally come out and do do what they're, they're capable of doing because they definitely didn't put that up last week. It's been a struggle to watch them so far this season. So coming out and fucking blanking them 34 to nothing was very enjoyable to watch. Well, the deep Carr looked a lot better fully games. healthy. Plus you're playing a beat-up Patriots defense, too. Like Matthew John Judon didn't play. Their secondary is pretty much all gone at this point. I mean, and we the, were playing a very beat up Tampa defense also, and you could tell that the injury to Derek Carr was affecting him. Yeah, but well, I mean, I, I would say you played played a beat up Patriots defense. I don't think you can go wrong with either one yeah. of those quarterbacks. Honestly. Matt, Matthew Judon was a game changer. I miss him. I, I do too. I do think though the defense is only a bad the last couple weeks for the Patriots. Weeks one through three, they were solid. Yeah, they got fucking. They're at, and this is the two worst losses, by the way, for the Patriots with Bill Belichick. But they're, the defense has been shit the last two weeks. Maybe, like you guys just said about the Cowboys, the offense isn't doing any favors when they just keep going back on the field. They're yeah. fucking tired and shit. So it also doesn't help. Make the, and that makes yeah, a huge difference. not help at all. Where the I mean, rest of these Saints touchdowns come from? One was well, Lave had, Lave had one a was touchdown, a, too. One was a pick oh, six. Oh, okay. Oh, that yeah, was an early one, too, wasn't it? Wasn't it like the one of the first plays of the game was that pick six? From the Honey Badger. Uh, yeah, Tyron yeah. Matthew. No, it was like the second drive. 
Yeah, I've Fresh seen Luke Mara two two car. I'm like, where are the rest of these points at? But yeah, and well, that's I another thing about Mac Jones is that he makes he makes bad decisions. Like instead of taking a sack, he tries to save the play, throw it up, and he might got to get that eye surgery life. like Jameis. See if that'll save his career. Hey, Jameis did eat W this weekend. He ate W. I saw it. Oh, God, he had like Jameis. I missed that. Neg- Damn it. He had, he had negative points favorite. in fantasy, too, by the it, way. It doesn't matter. He still ate a W. <laughs> he ate a W. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think the clock, though, is coming up. It's starting to fucking strike midnight on uh, Bill Belichick. If I'm Robert Kraft, like you said, Chris, time to have that conversation because there's nothing there for them to sell. Like, you can't – there's nothing to give up. They don't have much to just fucking trade away for draft picks. So, they better start thinking about the future real quick because New England is in shambles at the moment. Yeah, like so, like I said before, you need to step away from that GM spot. And yeah, they, they have – they're going – what's their fucking week six one? I'm trying to pull it up. They're playing quick. against the Raiders. Yeah. It's Josh McDaniels. Oh, yeah, they are. So we'll, we'll see what they so do. Bob, and... right there. Is, it, is that a Sunday night game? Is that a Sunday night game? Hopefully. No, it's a 3 o'clock slot. Oh, damn. They, yeah, they, so... they should flex that one. That. I feel like they only put shitty games on primetime now. Yeah, no, so no, like the- I, I love what they're doing, man. Honestly, it shocked me to see the Bears commanders after last year's 12-9 barn burner that was not a result of good defense by any means. And then to see him come back and put that game on Thursday night again, I mean, at least it was entertaining this year, but uh, they had to keep Thursday with the theme somehow by we- matching the Raiders and Packers for Monday night. We expected the Niners and Cowboys to be good. It wasn't like you know. Was we're expecting a forty-two ten blowout, and I think the problem is that no matter what, no, game but they, they should have audibled. Like, they should have audibled and moved that game to Monday night. You can't do that. You, you can't, can't flex. You can't move days. You can only flex Sunday's games. Oh, okay. It was the it was the most watched Week Five game in NFL history. I think it was like 24, 25 million well, people watched it. The, the problem is, no matter what games they put on, like we're expecting some of these games to be really good. But they just seem to be very shit. It's just that it's the way it's going. The problem is the way they're doing the schedules this this year is different. They let companies bid on games instead of placing them with their certain company. Like Fox and CBS usually have the AFC and NFC. They got away with that. It's whoever bids the highest, and then they place it where they want to with the, the schedule makers. So it's a little different All about this year. that money, money. All about the money. But, boy, speaking of money, are the London Jaguars finally back? You know, they, they go there one and two. They come back three and two. Are the Jacksonville Jaguars finally the team? This is the team that we expected. I know they were a little sloppy still in the offensive end, but, hey, the Bills defense is pretty good. Kyle really got involved. The defense looks solid. Are the, the Jacksonville Jaguars finally going to make a run that we were expecting them to do coming into the season? No, I'm not. I'm not convinced quite yet i mean uh they came out and did what we expect them to do for for being the london jaguars i mean i I think everybody i think even you were taking them over the falcons last week um embarrassing showing by the bills and this is this is what i just love so much about the nfl you got the dolphins drop 70 on the broncos get shit on by the buffalo bills who play terribly and lose terribly to the Jaguars, who have played like absolute shit all season long. Yeah, the NFL just different. doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. No, I don't think anybody can win. Week two. 
And, and and it, I know any given Sunday. I know. I don't think uh, Jacksonville's back yet. I still need to see consistency there. Uh, more than yeah, I need to see. I need to see it outside of London because uh, this is what happened every year. Now, this it, week too. Last year it was what turned their season around. And watch and, out for Minshew. Hey, Minshew. No, Luke, will, Luke will tell you. Well, he won last week too. So oh, we're yeah, going to talk about that in a second too. Um, I mean, Minshew could play. I think Minshew's better no, passer than AR. No, I think yeah, I just need bad. to see the consistency outside of. Yeah. All right, yeah, y'all go ahead. We're on a whole new topic, no, I guess. Make make no, Doc Butler. Luke go ahead, Doc. Go ahead. No, nope, we're good. Uh, so, next thing is is uh, Richardson soft. Is he soft? Is he going to battle a whole career full of injuries? Since we're on Minshew, is he the next the starter he, in Indianapolis? I mean, I'm the way Richardson's out, what four to six weeks? The way the Colts are using him, yeah, he's going to be injured. Very much every other landing game. on your shoulder on your throwing shoulder the way he landed too it is it's a bad spot I mean that could happen to any quarterback the first was a concussion so I mean you know no, I get know, that but we, he's already missed two weeks earlier this season I mean the Colts right now are top one. one designed quarterback runs well, so I mean their yeah. their game plan right now is to run the quarterback the concussion I, I'm not I got a, I got a lot of question marks right now with Richardson I mean I, I get what you're saying but he's got to learn how to fall then he's got to learn how to go down I, I know you can't always control it but he's got to find a way to try to try to find a softer landing spot and yeah, he's, stay he's on the field try not to turn into RG3 here and just yeah because he two, that's yeah, what I was I was, <laughs> I was, well, just, RG3 he was, was gonna all... get RG3 here real quick yeah RG3 is fucking he was not sliding for anything well, so he's also playing he's, in a crappy field too. Sliding on that field, you might break your knees just sliding yeah. oh, on the FedEx field too. Haloti Nada ended his his career with the Ravens. Well, he's actually so the thing about RG three was his leg injury. He didn't he didn't miss time from it, but was the Falcons hit when he like he dove. We played him that that year, and when he dove, like when he dove, he got hit, and he turned sideways. Our like defender fucking hit his leg, and he was hurt the rest of the year. But then the Vikings uh, playoff game, he fucked the field so shit when he fucking tried redoing his footing he snapped his leg in half essentially so the field's what did it i'm not blaming anybody any team that field's shit and fedex it hurt fucking um joe burrow too and it ruined alex smith's career the falcons like hitting those legs Poor alex Tom Brady. yeah yeah <laughs> sure Poor alex but no back back to the jaguars i think the jaguars i think they are going to show some potential here i think they're going to play the colts my survivor pick i think i'm going duval county um I think it's time to, to use a shit on a, a shit team essentially. No no AR. I think the I think Jacksonville will do what the Ravens couldn't do and, and beat Minshew. Uh, I hope Minshew comes out for five hundred yards and six and touches. If he, <laughs> and if he loses, he loses. I mean, if we lose, we lose. But I mean I'm that's why I think I'm going right now. But then they play the Saints at, on Thursday night football in the, the dome. Same. So you're not in Survivor, yeah. so you would you would Trevor, I mean Trevor Lawrence, you everyone can admit he played a very diminished Bills defense. Both corners out. They lost their star middle linebacker early in the game. Like it wasn't even two. late in the yeah. So I mean, it's only a broken leg. He might come back faster than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers already out there throwing throwing the football. So we'll see. He's smoking them special mushrooms. <laughs> Rodgers thinks so, he's coming back this year. No, it's hey, the pills hey, that he gets at halftime, Aaron, like he did against Aaron the Bears Rogers on the year anniversary. And J.K. Dobbins are rehabbing together too. Yeah. So I mean. <laughs> I, put that he, out. he did play a very depleted defense with the Bills, but I, I'm feeling it, and clearly Stefan Diggs was feeling it on the sideline, was that offense for the Bills just it, – something was wrong. 
It wasn't clicking. It felt like every every drive was a three and out. They might get a big play, and then it was another three and out. They just had trouble driving the field, and I think the whole Bills team just got frustrated. It's a, yeah, that I long mean, flight. that long flight killed them. I, I still think the it, it is here. bullshit that it is bullshit that they let the Jags stay there for two weeks. Yeah, that that is team. a that does make significant advantage. Difference. Yeah, that is an advantage right there. It is. Yeah. I, I do think, though, the Bills' defense, I said it last week when they lost White, the defense still has pretty good depth. And the defense didn't play bad neither against the Jaguars. It, I, I'd say I blame the offense on, for the Bills. But, no, I think the Jaguars could make that run. Like you said, the London, whoever said it, and this, this, I think it was Doc, the London is when they turned it around last year. So I guess we'll see. They came back 3-2, and two and they're tied for first place in the division. Have a few decent games before they play the Niners. So I think Jackson yeah, can make a run before that Niners game. Yeah, I mean, I'm still pretty pretty high on the Jags, sharp. too. I was high on the Jags all season. I still think they have one of the most talented offenses on paper. So it's just putting everything together. And maybe maybe this London trip was a good bonding experience for them. I mean, they couldn't go anywhere without being with team members. So, I mean, maybe they, they bonded, bonded a little bit, and they're good to go now. But we'll see against the Colts and Gardner Menchu. Hey, don't, don't be sleeping on Gardner Menchu because he can still play. And he won the Colts the game yesterday. He's about to fucking take the Jags on a mustache ride. Hey, he's he's a cool looking dude. He is a pretty cool looking dude. The old Cougar, former Cougar. So yeah, watch Cougar. out for him this week. Former Jaguar too. This is a, a revenge game, I guess you can say. Oh, there you go. Hey, it could be different yeah. now because they drafted Trevor Lawrence to replace Gardner Minshew. So oh, he's he's coming for that ass. But hey, boys, <laughs> let's move on to a, a team that I know. I know at least me. Luke and Chris are a fan of that's led by Motor City, Dan Campbell, MCDC, the Detroit Lions, red hot at the moment on a three-game winning streak. They went out there. I know it was just the Carolina Panthers. They beat them by 21, but are the Detroit Lions quietly creeping, just a little, you know, pouncing like a line would do, pouncing for that, that top team. I know the Niners are still there, but are they making that case where they can compete with the Niners and the big boys now? Yeah, I mean, first, like, you have to feel bad for Mosley over there tearing his other ACL, his first game back from tearing his other ACL last year. So, I mean, big loss there. But, I mean, Detroit's Detroit's playing hot. I mean, Jared Goff is balling out the run game there. And they still – I mean, they still haven't even released Gibbs yet. I mean, he's still still there just resting up for the end of this season. Sam Laporta – I mean, maybe the steal of the draft. I mean, I know it was only like a second round pick, but still, like he best tied in right now in the league, probably. He's doing big things. Over, yeah, I mean, I'd probably say he's he's playing the best right now as a tight end position right now. And then Montgomery's playing lights out. Fucking what else? Aiden Hutchinson. Don't even don't even get me started on Aiden Hutchinson. Jesus, James Wilson. Well, that's, that's the problem with Detroit, though. Is there ain't a whole lot of other. Names you're mentioning on defense outside of Hutchinson. Hey, but, they, they, but Brian Branch is done. the big well, question mark. It's, it's their young boys there, like Brian Branch. He, he's been playing hot. Every time I watch the Lions, the safety Alabama's out there. Jack Campbell, oh, Brian, another big Brian, boy Brian, out of you know, Iowa. But I think when you're when you're talking about comparing them to the Niners and are they ready to compete, I think that the defense is where it's going to turn into at best a shootout, at the very best a shootout, and that's if the Lions offense can can keep up with the Niners defense and 
I think they can. I mean, they've got all the weapons. They've got the run game. They Jared Goff, if he if he's playing like uh, prime Ram Goff and not later year Ram Goff, you know, he's he's playing much better than than he was in those last couple of years in L.A. But uh, the receivers, you know, there there's been some injuries going on there. So as long as they're healthy, Laporta has been incredible for this team so the offense i have no questions about the offense i have no question about the offense the defense is what was a problem last year <coughs> Excuse yeah me, i mean just went down jerry there. jacobs um, though jerry jacobs doc the corners got three interceptions for the lines too you know he's, i think he's up there in the, the lead yeah yeah well, and that's there. i mean that's great but that's one you know what i'm saying the the lions invested a lot in their defense in the offseason and then we talked about that in one of the preseason shows but uh you know, we're still seeing a lot of numbers going up against them. So uh, that that that's where my concern is at, is in the the Lions defense. I think there are some star pieces in the defense. The offense is clicking, doing very well. But I think in the long run, the defense is they, they've got to come together and they've got to find a way to close down some of the holes. Are you saying well, they've you... given up a lot of points this year? Is that what you said? I'm pretty sure they gave up 30. So... I know they gave up 30-something to Seattle. So yeah, Seattle. So they give up twenty to the the Lions or the Chiefs. They gave up six to the Falcons. Yes, 31, 37 to the Seahawks. Twenty to the Packers, and garbage time points to the Panthers, who got twenty four. Those were late time scores that the game I don't was give over. a shit about garbage time points. Twenty four to the Panthers is rough. Well, your backup your backups are at that point. There's no Aiden Hutchinson out there. We know that for sure. Yeah, I didn't yeah, watch the late game. game Adam, Thiel- Adam Thielen scored in like the last what minute? Like your starters aren't. And out there when you're up 40 points and if they are they're not playing 100 like they're just they're playing prevent defense. you're playing soft was, they're playing soft defense it was 28 10 going into the half i mean or into the fourth quarter they scored like the first play in the fourth quarter at 35 10 so pretty sure at that point i mean craig reynolds scored the last touchdown so that's not david montgomery i mean i also think like if you you can't compare nfc teams to the niners like when you start comparing teams you got to start <laughs> Who's battling for that second position? Because the Niners game this weekend showed that they might be the best team in the league, but they're oh, hands they down the best team in the NFC. Yes, Niners best team in the NFL. I'm not arguing that at all. I don't think I don't know. Lions Lions run defense has been fucking superb this year, but their secondary, like I said, that, that's that's where I'm sticking. Their secondary is is not look too uh, su- well, superior. I'm not saying they look bad, but I'm not saying they look they don't look Niners ready. That's what you. It's going to happen when you have injuries, but they've been able to step up with these rookies and free agents that they've signed. We're going to see. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely going to see. Gonna see. I, I do think the Lions are like, they're quietly. They're like, no one's really talking about them that much. It's like they were one hey, of my are... one of my underdogs to win the North. Oh, I had them winning the North. I mean, <laughs> it was an underdog. I I had the Lions winning the North. I had the Packers yeah. When we did the, the North, right the standings. Um, a hundred times to start the season. I ended up having the bears way higher than I should have, obviously. And, you know, hopefully we don't recap that later in the season, but uh, before all that happened, my, my original um, was that the lions, like my thought before going through the schedules and everything, my thought was that the lions were the only team that were going to battle Minnesota. And I didn't even think it was going to be that close of a battle for, for Detroit to take the division. I thought this would be the first year in ever that I can remember that Detroit would actually win the division. The Lions defense will have a tough matchup. We're going to break it down tomorrow. They play Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. Coming off of a bye. They moved it to the four. Big big weekend for Baker last weekend, too. I'm sure he's fired up. 
So we'll see what he's having. Okay. Yep, he's having a big weekend because of the Oklahoma <laughs> game. He was on the sideline. He was out there, guest picker. So he's he's feeling hyped up right now. We're going to see what, like I said, we'll predict that game tomorrow. I don't think we're all going to be on Detroit's team or Detroit's uh, bandwagon for this pick. But, guys, our last topic, it was the revenge game for Nathaniel Hackett. As, you know, the New York Jets went out there and Rodgers tweeted, you know, saying hashtag Hackett with a heart emoji. Nathaniel Hackett got the win. And by the way, boys, through five games, Sean Payton has got a worse record than Nathaniel Hackett did. Is Sean Payton a worse coach for the Denver Broncos than Nathaniel Hackett? Oh, yeah, obviously it looks like it. I mean, you're going to talk shit about somebody and do a, a worse job at the same exact job with close to the same team, same quarterback, and, like, they're still not winning games. Like, they, they got lucky to win their one game. Uh, they, they could be very – very well, not had like no wins this season. Still, I don't think a twenty commanders come back is lucky, but yeah, yeah, because the uh, commanders came back against them. So you can say you can roll, you can reverse the roles if you're really okay. Want yeah, to. They, they beat the only team they've beaten hasn't won a game yet. So I mean, they're they're not doing well over in Denver. I mean, it, it sucks for. I'm sorry. What I mean, they, what was that last? What was that last you just said? The only team they beat what? Did not the only have team record. Denver has beaten has not won a game. Uh, watch your fucking mouth, buddy. We won on Thursday night, okay? Watch but Luke, your mouth. You can mention, but you can say that same thing with the Commanders. They they had to have a big comeback against the Broncos. I mean, if you're saying that they shouldn't have come back against the Bears, then the Commanders should have come back against the the Broncos. It's, it goes both ways. Still, they still worse record than Nathaniel Hockey had. Either way. Yeah, I mean the Broncos. The Broncos aren't fucking playing terrible. The only terrible game they've really had was the Miami game that they got fucking blown the fuck out, but losing by a point to that was a good game. Uh, close. Losing by a point. Oh, yeah, no, was, they're, 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 they're playing terrible. They're, they're playing yeah. terrible. Well, the defense is playing terrible. The offense is doing the better defense this is, year. The defense is they're giving terrible, up, yeah. like They're giving up like points a game. Sunbelt just, playing yeah. SEC style defensive numbers. If, if this was well, the yeah, same but, defense but look that at, Daniel Hackett look, had last year, it had been way worse than Daniel Hackett. It, yeah, but the defense is blowing these games. The offense is is putting up points. I mean, one point against the Raiders, what three? They come back to Chicago. The Broncos are averaging twenty four points on the offense. They're giving up thirty six on the defense. So I don't think. And yes, Sean Payton's the coach, so he oversees everything. But they're both offensive specialists, Daniel Hackett and and Sean. So you know where they they lie at. So Daniel Hackett's defense was playing better last year than. Sean Payton's defenses this year. That's the reason why he probably won those two games, in my opinion. I don't know. Yeah. I think, for me, I think uh, there's a lot of talent in, in Denver. Russell Wilson's a problem. Russell Wilson's got to go. I think that they brought in a guy from Seattle, thought that he was going to be their saving grace, thought he was going to play Seattle-type football, and and he has not stepped up to the plate, even in the slightest. Um, I think it's time to cut ties with that, go for a quarterback in the draft, tank the season, get a quarterback. Or sign somebody, get somebody off the off free agency trade, whatever you got to do. And uh, I think I think that's their only missing piece. I don't think their run game is weak. Twenty two and one thirty nine, they average six point three a carry. Um, you know the receivers. The biggest thing on the receivers is the injuries. If they're staying healthy, they're good. They've got a pretty good defense. Well, let me let me let me walk that back a little bit. They've got potential to have a good defense, but they haven't been clicking so far this year. Um, and I think that might be in that transition switching off of having, you know, Vic Fangio and having a defensive minded coach to Sean Payton and now going back to offense. You see that, you see that 
uh, missing the transition a lot when you go from a defensive to an offensive minded head coach. Um, I've definitely seen it in Chicago well, many times, but the I think it was good last year. Defense was good last year. I'm saying you had Vic Fangio, you had Vic Fangio yeah. as a head coach, though. No, that didn't they just start the season? No, Nathaniel no, Hackett. It was Hackett. No, Nathaniel oh, Hackett. Hackett was. So, yeah, like, I just sit here and say that Russ is the only. Pro- once again, I go Oh, that's right. Because that was that was Hackett's first full. That was Hackett's first season. He got fired, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Sean Payton said it was the worst head coaching job he's ever seen. And now and Sean shame on the, has a worse record. And shame on the reporter yeah. last yesterday that asked him that same question. Hey, do you? How do you feel now? Like you take that back? You know, I, I get it. He said it, but he did like he said. The next day, he fucking apologized. So you want him to fucking two months later come back and say the same shit? He said to, like, it was just starting drama all over again. So, once again, the reporter asked dumb questions to piss off Sean Payton just to get him fired up. It was a dumb fucking question, too. Well, and that's and that's the other dumb shit that's leading into this. You know what I mean? Like, just, just like that situation. This is all distraction. The whole Russell Wilson thing when Sean Payton came in. I mean, it's just taken away from, from what you're really here to accomplish, and, and that's football. Yeah. I we mean, live for the I drama. Still, I mean, they, they, but they I got still, a tough one there. Tough yeah, one on this, this week against not. KC. So I mean, this could they could very well be one and five going into next well, week. Well, I, I still do. I still think that Sean Payton is coaching better offense than Nathaniel Hackett was. It's just the defense. I mean, you give him thirty six points a game. So what? What do you want Russell to do? Like, I mean, I don't give a shit if you're Patrick Mahomes. You're not with this team. You're not fucking scoring thirty seven points a game to outscore. You want defense. you want Russell Wilson not to scramble outside the pocket and then fumble the ball. Yeah, that, oh, yeah. That you want you want him you want him to fucking be smart with the ball. No, I, I get be, that, but the quarterback you paid like they, they Russell Wilson's making a lot of money. Hey, Patrick Mahomes is, is getting paid big money, and he's not putting up thirty-seven points a game neither. So like that's Patrick, the, Patrick that's Mahomes. Is, Patrick Mahomes is four and one. Russell Patrick Wilson's Mahomes also, four, but but Patrick yes, Mahomes. but their defense. But Mahomes and the offense looks like shit this year. The, the defense is what's keeping them in the games. That's not Mahomes. Mahomes last two his last two wins is very questionable calls that pulled him out. Yes. So. And to sit Man. here and say, like, yeah, you're four and one, but what how are you four and one? How are you one and four? If your defense give up the, Chris contested this with Sean Payton and the Saints, and so kind of with the Falcons earlier on in the 2010 era. Saints when your defense is giving up 30 fucking 30 points a game, it's hard for your offense to score that much too. It's a rare, it's rare to have teams score 30 plus. Yeah, that's a lot easier to give them up than to score them, that's for sure. That is Hundred percent. I can't tell being sarcastic or not, but no, no, I'm I'm being <laughs> oh, okay. no. It, it's it's a lot. Okay. It's a lot easier to give up a deep ball that goes for seven than to try and get the offense seventy five yards down the field and puts and put seven on the board. Yes, yeah, so I, I mean I, I get it. He's one in four. I I think that it's just his defense sucks. I mean I I think Russell's doing a lot better this year too. I mean I don't think he's phenomenal, but he's way ahead of what he was last year with Nathaniel Hackett. But good for Nathaniel Hackett and the Jets. Good, good for you to get that revenge game. Yeah, both these shitty teams. So yeah, it looks like they're gonna ride with the milk hunter out there. Zach Wilson. I mean, didn't play a great game, but played well enough. Uh, Brees Hall, fucking big game. I, I think the answer for the Jets is just feed uh, Brees Hall. I just let him run. It, 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 it wasn't I just a great. Finally feed Brees. I didn't say it was Brees a big game had, for Zach Wilson. No, Brees had fucking one eighty-yard run. It's pretty. And good. Other, pretty other than run. that. I think he had a couple of big runs, didn't he? That's still twenty-one for a hundred. That's still a that's still a pretty solid still. game. I, I do think a seventy-two the, the yard run, seventy-two yard run 72. actually. So that leaves him twenty-one for a hundred and five. I that, mean, Zach Wilson. Solid. Zach Wilson yeah. looks like he's playing with confidence. Line. 
But man, Brees you really switched that like, one up quickly to Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zach Wilson. Well, I, so I, we're I all covering. Good, I didn't say he had a good game. I just said he played well enough. No, I mean, just, I'm saying that I'm saying that he's playing with confidence. Yeah, I think yeah, he had 20, 22 carries, 177 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, Nathaniel or Zach Wilson did try to give up the game when he threw that stupid interception at the end of the game, and then the Jets' defense yeah, comes alive. Yeah, they're just trying to get a good do. draft pick for Aaron Rodgers next year. I do think the luck runs out though this week when they host the Philadelphia Eagles. They have never beat the Eagles in franchise history. That ain't happen. That's not ending now. Mm-hmm. They're gonna continue to lose to the Philadelphia and Eagles. So the Broncos got to go on the road to fucking Arrowhead too. Yep, boys. Any overreactions yeah, before we si- any overreactions before we sign off? I think. We had some good topics here, but the Bears. Yeah, I'd give one. Bears are turning it around. They're going to the playoffs. <laughs> the fucking we'll Justin out Fields is the best. Justin Fields, the best running back there right now. Yeah, uh, Cowboys is actually playing like quarterback, buddy. Cowboys and actually, playoffs. he might very well be the best running back because Cleo Herbert's going to be out for a while, and Roshan is still in concussion protocol. Cowboys missed the playoffs. Is that what I just? Yeah, heard? Cowboys missed the playoffs. Overreaction. I think they're. I think they're. Ravens missed the playoffs. Jags missed the playoffs. <laughs> Cowboys missed the playoffs. That's that yep. what I'm hearing though. Really? Yeah, that's mine. Because of the. Yeah, because they play the shit, so they missed the playoffs. <laughs> I think so. I think the offense is overrated, and I think the defense is going to get worked and worn out. Hey, last last year for Dak. Dak's last year at Dallas. Giants still win the NFC East. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Overreaction. Tough, tough, tough couple games, but the we'll Giants are the only test first thing tomorrow morning. We'll the Giants are the the Giants are the only team to not lead or not to have an offensive possession uh, while leading in the game. So, congrats. The Jets broke that that trend last week. So now the Giants are the watch only for the team upset against the watch. Watch for the upset against the Bills this weekend. And their only first half touchdown happened last week, and it was on the defensive side. So they haven't even scored off in the touchdown in the first half of any game yet this year. So the Giants are they're rolling. They're, they're rolling. You have the receipt. You have the receipt. Giants still winning the East. Are the Giants winning the Super Bowl? Listen, no. don't get crazy now. Are they knocking out San Fran in the first round? Don't or get second crazy round now. Because of the bye? Don't get crazy now. The yeah, Bengals are still winning the Super Bowl. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's where, that's where we <laughs> sign off. Um, boys, big, big show. Love it. I can't wait till tomorrow we do our predictions. Luke took a tumbling and the the uh, score and predictions this past week. So we're catching up. Slowly catch up to Luke. But that's Nick the Docs, Kirk Wentz. That's Chris Gemeinhart. That's Luke Rule, who's away from his computer. I'm Mark Davis. This podcast. And we are out. Thank you for checking out another episode of All About the Balls podcast. We want to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Sack House. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at the Sack House.